Hey everybody, I'm Eric Obremt, and you're listening to Be Authentic or Get the Fuck Out. We talk about real shit, what's on our minds, and don't give a fuck if it makes you feel a little uncomfortable. So sit back, strap in, and get ready for some real shit. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Be Authentic or Get the Fuck Out. I'm your host, Eric Obremt. We're checking in again at RoofCon 2022. Housekeeping, share this shit. If you get something out of it, if you found some hope, if you found some direction uh, from my guest here today, please take the time, share it with your network. I don't have sponsors. I don't have any money. I'm fucking poor. So I need you guys to share this. That's payment. All right. So our guest today is Sean Winkle. Sean, thanks for being here, buddy. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm super excited about it. It's one of those things that uh, you come in with guys that are they're, they're in this industry and you don't really feel like uh, there's going to be a lot of people around here that do recovery like that, you know? And, right. And so whenever you, you meet people, it's, 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 I followed you ever since day one. You know, matter of fact, I think Hunter introduced me to you at his office in South Carolina. Oh, shit, that's uh, yeah. right. And it was a long time ago. I was like yeah. before the reg, that was pre-21. Like yeah. I just started. And uh, and yeah, so it's cool to be on the show finally and, and, and being able to stick around and prove yourself enough to get out and, yeah. and be with the guys that are big dogs. Well, you know, what's so. crazy is that, so um, I, knew, I, knew, I, I knew you, obviously, right? I knew about you a little bit. Um, I've, I've been part of Revolt for a while, but I haven't been able to attend everything because of family obligations right. and other bullshit. And when I finally got to see, and I got to see that video that William the made. The fireside. Right? Oh when God. I got to see the fireside, I was like, motherfuck, like, we need to be friends. Right? Like, yeah. Because yeah. we have the same, we have the same purpose. I, I think so. Does like, that make sense? It's it's one of those things that you when you my my whole thing and, and Hunter helped me find mine. Yep. Like, you know Hunter did. He did, and he's big about that. And and Revolt kind of helped just kind of just just justify that to me. Yep. Uh, and and mine is everybody you see that's on the side of that's in the middle of the median on the freeway mowing fucking grass. They're addicts, man. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm not saying yeah. that that all landscapers are are that you know <laughs> that you can't like landscape and that you can't like and do that. It's right. a job, you know, yeah. but. And when you really think about it, ninety percent of those people are addicts, and it's because they, they, in their own mentality, their own self, they think that they're limited to doing that. And yes. when, when you when you got somebody that that has the ability to, to I, mean, I got sixteen felony charges, man. Right. You know, sixteen, and and I'm the general sales manager for a fifty million dollar operation. Right. It's like if those That's guys, a miracle. if those guys, it's a miracle, dude, because I should be dead. You yeah. know. Uh, and if those guys, you see me doing that, and maybe to just give that one little that one little fiery hope for them to go to branch out away from that weed eater, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, and so, it was funny how that actually played out because it ended up I kind of switched, not switched reaching back, but I wanted to reach up first. Yeah. Uh, and and I noticed that Cornerstone didn't have addicts. You know what I mean? Whenever I started with them, you know, they, it wasn't like they were just weren't against it. They just didn't have anybody to step up and like try. Well, it's also kind of scary. It's scary, dude. Yeah. Like, I, bro, I hire addicts, man, and, and yeah. I've I've been burnt. I've, I've got some I've got some miracles, and I've got some, I've got some ones that didn't yeah. exactly yeah. do so hot. Yeah, right. And so, but in my mind, if I can change an entire company's view on a on a group of on a community of people that there's yeah. so many of, right? Those are the people that can give opportunity to us, not 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 us addicts in the streets. We right. can't give opportunity to the next addict to freaking get no. clean and find a purpose. Right. So that's what I did, man. And we got into Cornerstone, and uh, and I just worked my ass off. It's an opportunity that was given to me I didn't deserve. Right. Uh, and I'll never let them fucking regret it ever. Right. You know? And so uh, it's changed their view of addicts completely. Right. Like and, and like we can do it. You know. Right. So it's well, it's like what I was talking about yesterday. They, they gave you meaning and purpose. Yes. Right. They get. They, you they will talk, fucking yeah. follow. 
you will follow somebody to the depths of fucking hell yes. when they give you meaning and purpose in your life. Dude, Hunter, whenever I had the whenever I had that surgeries for the Rick, I had the tattoo already. I'd never been to a retreat. What? Yeah. 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 Wow. Because I wanted in so bad. But I wasn't a business owner yet. I didn't want to take a spot out of the retreat away from a business owner that needed it, right? Yep. Because those I, I didn't I was just managing a company he owned, right? Right. And so, you know, when I got it, when I had the wreck and they, and Brad was posting photos and, and sending everything, making updating everybody, like, of course, my shirt was off because I was just cutting the meeting freaking fucking places. It was crazy. Yeah. That revolt tattoo's right here. And they cut right through it. Bam, right through the middle of it. And Hunter was like, dude, we got to get you to a fucking retreat. Did and he not know that you had it? No, nobody knew. Really? I, I just got it like a week before I wrecked. Wow. Like, I, because I was, I really was an envy thing. Like, really, I was so fucking mad. I was like, fucking Brad gets to go. And I was like, fuck <laughs> this guy, you know. Uh, I mean, in a, general, people generally say, fuck you, Brad. Yeah, anyway, right? yeah genuinely, bro. That's my best yeah, friend in life, yeah. dude. But, like, genuinely, it's like every other day, we're like, fuck you. Fuck you, you know? yeah. so, but, um, like, they cut through that tattoo, and they put it back together angled. Okay? Because I was all fucked up. Like, literally... Wow. You no, know, the doctor was like, doctor told my mom, I was still in a coma, that, you know, we put him back together enough for you to say bye. Let's talk about the wreck. Okay. So what? tell everybody what happened. Yeah, so I, uh, man, I was riding, I rode all the time. It was my... Motorcycle? Motorcycle, yeah, yeah man, it was a sport bike, you know, them crotch rockets, and, okay. uh, and I ride like an absolute psycho. Yeah. Uh, because that was my, I get pissed off at somebody, or I get pissed off at yes. something, and I can't fucking act Why do way. we drive fast when we get angry? It's like some like it's going to do. I don't know. I did the same. To thing. me, I, and I know what it is for me. Yeah. Like for me, it's I could be pissed off at the world. I could be mad at fucking Brad. Yeah. I could be somebody changed something I didn't like. Yeah. And I get on that bike and I go and I fucking floor it. Yeah. Or I twist that throttle all the way off. Or I put that thing on the back wheel at ninety and ride it to one forty. Right. And I forget yeah. why I'm mad. I am. Oh, I yeah, am one hundred percent free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. All right. And so when I get off the bike, I don't remember why I'm mad. But so I left the office, man, March seventeenth, uh, and because I ride the way now, this is this is gonna twist around a little bit. Because I ride the way I ride, anytime I'm going speed limit or slower, I'm very complacent. Okay, I'm very one armed riding and looking around yeah, and, and, yeah, and just yeah, kind of not yeah, really focused. Yeah. And, and I say that because I'm really big on extreme ownership, right? Yeah. Like, like everything that's gone on in my life, I promise you, I had a part of. Sure. Uh, and so I was going forty miles an hour down uh. to downtown Little Rock. Uh, which is like nothing, you know. I, I wrecked a bike at a hundred before, and and rode another bike from the scene. Just and walked slid. away. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and this one was different, though. I had a, there was a lady ran a red light. She was texting and driving, mm. uh, and and she ran that red light and, and was turning left. So she was stopping even more suddenly to, to get left. And I t-boned the back of her car, flew over her car, and the oncoming truck at forty hit me in the air. Oh fuck me. Yeah, yeah. It was bad, dude. So like I ended up. Like my whole, all this was just flat. Like I'm mean, like, it was like bad. You know, like all Did you have a helmet on. I had a helmet. I was in a full track suit. I was in uh, all that my track boots. I was getting ready to go race. Is what I was doing. Yeah. Uh, and it's just the 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 compression. It blew up everything, right? And so like I don't have any ribs on my right side no more. They're really? all they're all twelve titanium plates. I've got an X-ray. It's like a a, a welded rib cage, uh, and. I've got 160 screws from the top of my top of my shoulder all the way down to the back of my shoulder blade and into my spine, like where your ribs are supposed to meet. Um, I lost my spleen, my gallbladder, my liver was cut in half, which which it was the really the deep part of that story because you know Brad, the fucking fuck you Brad, was gonna give me half his liver. Oh yeah, uh, that's right. And so yeah, like and so anyway, I go through that. I've got two ribs on my left. I've got a prosthetic diaphragm because I crushed it. I've got a chest plate, 
titanium. I've got um, a pancreatic stent. I've got a stent between my small and lower How the intestines. Fuck, are you alive? No fucking not God. That's it. There's a purpose I haven't fulfilled yet, and I don't. And I don't you right. know, I'm working on it. That's all. That's the only way because right. I've made it through addiction, which is fucking impossible. Right. You know. And then I come out of that and, and have this wreck. That's like you don't. I do not bounced off this truck like a rag doll, bro. Like you remember it? I don't remember a fucking thing. Okay. Thank God. Yeah. You know. I remember the recovery process. Yeah. Miserable. <laughs> yeah. You know. Pass. Well, I was. I was scared. I, to yeah. Death. You'd almost rather remember the other. Yeah. yeah. I would almost would because. Yeah. You know, like, and it also when they blew my rib cage up, like, it was like bones like shrapnel like bone shrapnel and it stabbed all the way like through my intestines God. and so they had that this scar from like here all the way down is where they rerouted my intestines uh and so the last surgery when uh they were like we did we just kind of put you together enough for you to say bye we didn't think that you were gonna wake the fuck really? up dude yeah like so everything was angled it was crooked they didn't like i had shit all fucked up and uh and so they had to go in for the 13th surgery to fix everything that they didn't fix correctly the first time because I was on a vent, like, that, that was just, I was, I was done, dude. It was bad. And so, the, right before I went to the 13th, I had already woke up. And I was, I was up for about three weeks. I had done, had all the staples and all this stuff going on. And I had six different tubes draining shit out. And, uh, and the, right before that 13th surgery, two things. I was like, if I make it through this, I was done. I was, I had, I was exhausted, dude. Uh, and so, before I went to that 13th surgery, I didn't think I was going to make it out. I promise you I didn't. Really? I remember, yeah, I remember breaking down like my mom, my grandma was in the room with Why'd me. Why'd you think that was the one that was going to get you? I was, t- I don't know, man. It was like the most weak moment I've ever had, yeah. you know, in my mind. And You'd been through all that shit, but all you thought that this shit. is the one. And I was like, because I was so, I was just tired, yeah. dude. Like, I was like, I had done really kind of internally give up a little bit. If I didn't have a strong mind, bro, I, I may not have made it because my mind is the only thing that kept me going through yeah. it. Internally, I was hurting so bad, dude. Like, it was the most miserable, like, fucking agony, dude, that I've ever been through in my life. Uh, and so when they went through it, I was like, but if I do make it, I want this tattoo straight. And they fucking straightened it. Really? Yeah, they put it back together right. There's a scar right through the middle of it. But they put it back together. It lines up like it used to. Yeah, they did. That's sick. So I was in, the, I was in that fucking surgery for like seven hours uh, that day. You know, it was like, and when I woke up, I fucking felt like a million dollars. Really? It was crazy, bro, because they had everything fucked up, and the tubes were like, going through different fucking places and it was just it was bad how long bro. was the recovery dude i'm still recovering okay. and that was back in march okay you know i mean i think it's going to be the, i don't think the recovery is ever going to end yeah, as yeah so yeah. much as it is like i'm live i'm here like I, right. i'm not bleeding and i've got no tubes in me and my liver's right. working so right as far as recovery goes i'm recovered and you got your kids and i got my girls and it's what got it's it's what led into that right so like the 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 coolest part about it God give me a story with addiction, yep. right? That that I could go and reach back out and, and help change lives and impact in a yep. way, and then you let me go. to... I do believe that. I yes. believe that one thousand percent. It's it's the only thing that makes sense. It's it, the only thing that makes if, sense. If I look back, I missed forty two months of my daughter's lives, right? I missed countless birthdays and Christmases with yeah. my whole family because I was a fucking praying mantis. Like yeah. I looked, I was one hundred and forty pounds, looking yeah. like shit, and uh, embarrassed and ashamed and. Uh, what was your drug? Meth. Meth. Okay. Yeah, it was my DOC, man. Yeah. Like, and I, you know, it was the first drug I ever did. Ah. Yeah, it, it was just a, a timing thing, you know. Like, if you listen to the podcast we did with Mike Bear, guy that's on Doctor Phil, um, he was meth guy as well, and he had a really good point. He goes, "I thank God every day that meth was my drug because it accelerated my bottom." Bro. Bro, right? that's he huge. Goes, he goes, "You can fucking drink and do coke for fucking twenty years." Yeah. 
right? And, yeah. And really impact a lot of fucked up shit. He goes, yeah. but meth takes you to the fucking bottom real fucking quick where you either get the fuck off or you die, Bro. right? Like, so you got two choices, but yeah. but it's quicker. Yes, faster. Because, <laughs> yeah. and what, what it it's did for me. accelerated program. Was like, I was, I went, I went through like this super weak mental depression stage when I lost my, you know, my, the girl that I was with for like seven years. Right. We had two little girls together. We split up and that's what led into it. I was an E5 in the army. Like, uh, Brad was my first commander. Right. Okay. And so, as I'm going through that, I hit that fucking dope pipe, dude. And, I don't remember. I don't. I didn't fucking care about not a damn Nothing. thing no more. And so it, it sped it up. Mm. I did all of this in three years. Right. Like that's I mean, fast. Thirty six months, bro. And I was at the bottom, homeless, and and yep. and locked up for the fifteenth time, and yep. caught my sixteenth felony, and and was facing thirty years in prison, bro. You know. And so, like the, it it just I don't know. It's, it's hard to it's hard to really look back on them three years that I was a high, and not think that. If I just don't do this, then that's a thousand days completely wasted. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, if, and if if I do, then at least I can pull something out of it. Yeah, you know, and not have a complete wasted three years. That's the only way. You're you're a hundred percent. I I I a hundred percent believe that the shit that we went through, the stuff that we did, is why we are still here and allowed to be here. Yeah, and we're not if if we don't take that shit and that story to be able to bring it to other people to be able to even help one fucking person and if you don't do that it is your i believe and this is why i get not angry but i get irritated when people want to kind of hide behind their recovery and not talk about it i think it's your goddamn responsibility and i think it's your duty yes to go out there and honor the people that you fucked over yeah i there are people around here, right, that that want to and are scared to. Yes. Okay? And they're scared to do it because, not because of people like us. You know, we're not the ones going to scare them. We're the ones that's like, man, fuck with you. I don't give a shit what y'all but think. We're the ones that we're trying to take the fear away. Yes. That's I, what that's, I'm saying. That's all I want to do. Like, yes. If I could take the fear away, and not, not to mention, I, there's no telling how many people see your podcast that you have no fucking clue about. Right. You know, it's like. I get messages all the time, and I have to I have to make sure I'm intentional about checking my message requests because, yeah. especially since that fireside video, yeah, what that one reached a ton of people, man, yeah. and it was great. That that message request you forget about, but every now and then you see that one, yep. and it's like you can see the name, and it's a normal name, and yeah, and you open it up, and it's like, hey, man, I just want you to know that I've been following you for the last mm-hmm. couple of years, and you've had you know some way, shape, or form, you've changed my fucking life, right? You know, uh, and. I can't. I can't reach everybody. No, you can't reach everybody. No. We can reach as many as possible. You know, we'll try our damnedest. Right. But there's a lot of people that are scared to tell it, or yep. scared to talk about it, and scared to share it. And like we were talking about yesterday, a lot of them are females. Yeah. Okay. And the and it's it's kind of a biased deal. You know, it's like it's like when I go like you like we were talking about yesterday when I come out of fucking addiction, it was it was. I was, you know, I never dealt, dealt drugs because I was, I was too much of a fiend. I had to have it all. Fuck, fuck right. that, right? Like, and I did all of that, that cool shit that dudes like kind of empower in high school and stuff. And girls, girls have it in a much different way, right? And so when, when, when you come back in the world clean, society doesn't just open their arms up to fucking females. No. They just, they don't, you know. And and I got famous off mine, damn near. Right. I mean, I did. I, I, right. My people just love Sean and what we've done and yeah. all this stuff. Yeah, and girls yeah. don't get the same. Right. The same validation. Right. You know? It was cool how that conversation started because it's about somebody really special. Yes, right. Very Absolutely. fucking special, yeah, dude. Yeah, and yeah. And, like, and not only just special, but like 
but like everything everything surrounding is fucking special yes. in my life and, yes. uh, and and I think that it was cool how that conversation happened because I ended up having a conversation with somebody else with another female Good. later that day Good. right that in the same sense like yep. not not the same story but in the same sense was just kind of scared you know and and it's like how do you relate with that as a dude because you fucking can't like the world thinks that the world has got this view of us as holy shit they were in the slums they've come out they've become fucking they're on top of the world you know i'm on top of the world in my mind yeah you know, from where i was man right. i'm on top and, right uh and i can always go higher but you better think so yeah you you, you have to because if right. not they'll put you on a fucking motorcycle and crash you in Correct. a truck yeah i don't want you fucking thinking you plateaued bitch no yeah you know what i'm saying right? exactly you got you yeah, got I, more to I, do you got there. way fucking more to do i got i was in that mode and i thought about this so really like so relatable to what you just said is like in my mind i thought i knew every fucking thing yep you know and and when i wrecked that bike i come back and i have to fucking start dealing with these short-term memory loss things and I'm an addict, so I didn't let him give me no opiates, no no narcotics. I did this whole fucking recovery on Tylenol. Fuck. Okay. I uh, and, and miserable dog. I'm talking yeah. like, bro. I would. I remember Brad. Like we had a storm. Fucking five days after we got to the hospital. Of course, yeah. Of course, <laughs> right. And I'm like, son of a bitch. You know. So I'm. I've got. I'm borrowing four wheelers to go door to door. I thought I was gonna die, dude. Like I, yeah. had, I had an expiration date. Uh, my my liver. They didn't think it was gonna work, and uh, that it was gonna come back to life. And so I had 12 weeks to get a transplant. Or I was gone. And that was it. And so me and Brad, Brad was getting ready to do testing. We're like trying to figure out insurance. Cornerstone's like, fuck the insurance. If they're not going to do it, we will. Like that, that. Cornerstone was going to pay for it. Right. You know what I mean? And so like, uh, it's crazy, dude. Like who the fuck does that? It's, it's them. Corners to Walker's the one that said that actually. Really? He was sitting right there. We were at the Maurice and I only went to this. Uh, I went to this you know, like a company retreat that we have every year, you know? Uh, and it was, I only went, it was like seven or eight weeks after I got out of the hospital, dude. I was miserable. We drove it. Uh, and I only went because I thought it was the last time I was going to see my guys. Oh, you know? shit. And so, like, and, and I didn't get to do much, man. Yeah, I was, but I got, you got I to be there. I was on Tylenol, man. And, yeah. uh, and like, I got to all be there. All fucked up on Tylenol. I was all <laughs> fucked up on Tylenol, you know? And uh, But I was, like, I slept most of the time. Yeah. I was just in so much pain and, uh, but it was. I remember we sang this song called "Till You Can't" by fucking Cody Johnson. Like a like a. Let's just pour on the emotion, you know, and right. sing this fucking song. And so, yeah, dude. Like, I had that conversation though to to, to reel all that back in. I had that conversation with a girl later last night. That was like, I want to, I want to tell it, you know, but it's scary, yeah. you know. And like, and I don't relate with that because for me, it was it was like. Blah, 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 blah. I can right. tell anything I want to, and right. like everybody fucking loved me because I was like I was strong, right. you know. Uh, and, and yeah, maybe maybe it's strength, but if if not, then I'm weaker if I don't. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. and that's the only. I way think it goes back to owning it. Yeah, right? it doesn't mean you have to shout it from a rooftop necessarily, right? right? Uh-huh. But it is own own your shit, own own who own who you were, but own who you are. Right, right, right? and right. own 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 that path, own that journey. Um, and don't you don't have to live in the past, right. but you have to fucking respect it. You have to, or it'll come back and get you. you. Better fucking respect yeah. it. Yeah. So, um, Sean. So at the end of at the end of all our shows, I I always know that when guys come on, there's always something in the back of their head that I forget to bring up, and I always give the floor back to the guest okay. because I want you to I want you to leave the audience with something that might have been gnawing on you or revisit something that we already talked about that's totally fine too um but but leave the audience with something that uh that you're that means something to you uh kids 
Okay. Okay. It's all. It always boils back to my babies. You yeah. know. Uh, and I remember when I remember whenever I lost them. That whenever they finally my 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 child's mom was finally like, you know what, dude? Like, fuck you. You know, like I'm not. We're not because I had done all this lying and, and trust breaking and I'm clean. I'm clean. I'm clean. I'm clean. And, yep. and then relapse, go to jail. You know, and they're like, and I was supposed to go get my babies on the way to get them. You know, when I go to jail or whatever. And uh, and, and babies are something that. For me, babies, toddlers, kids, when you miss as much time as I did, like, you can't help but think that they're going to forget you or they're not going to know yeah, who you are. Sure. Uh, and, and then it was even harder because I had a son. Yeah. That was brand new. He's only 18 months old. Uh, and so he got all of those things in my mind when I picked him up. I seen my little girls. Right. Right. And so it was fucking super hard to be a really good dad because I'm so focused on my son's getting what my daughters aren't. Or when I hang out with my son, my daughters are on my mind, and I'm like, I just miss them, you know, because yeah. I was 42 months clean. Right. Okay? Like, I was 42 months clean, like, and, and hadn't seen them. And I remember going through this wreck and, like, wanting to give up because it's been this long. Fuck, that's a long time. 42 fucking months, bro. Uh, and I stayed clean, right? This is what most people don't know, and I'll leave it with this. So I'm adopted, okay? Um, my stepdad, right? I've got his last name, and... I fucking had a badass childhood and stuff, dude. But my biological dad, I met him my first time when I was 17. Okay. And it was the worst day of my fucking life, I thought, because I met this dude and he was a piece of shit. Like, he's like got warrants for failure to register as a fucking sex offender. Oh, right. Shit. Like, yeah, piece of shit, dog. And, and so when I met this dude and I seen who he was, it, in my mind, no fucking way will I ever have anything to do with this dude. I got a daddy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'll never have anything to do with this dude ever again in my life. Right. It was a lesson for me, though, that I never knew I would need. I, I swore to God I would never become that motherfucker. Right. Right? And I didn't do no fade to register ass shit. You know what I'm saying? But I did become that meth-addicted guy. Right? But it was the lesson I needed to learn to get my girls back because I knew that the moment that I met them again, if I wasn't somebody they could be proud of, I'd never see them again. Yep. You know? Yep. And so the only thing that you – one thing I can guarantee is that you're not going to get your kids back if you go back out and use. Yep. All right? Because it's the, it's the only guaranteed answer you have. You may never see them again if you stay clean, dude. I can't promise you that you're going to. Right. But what I can say is that if you're somebody that they can be proud of when they see you the second time or they meet you again, yep. you got a better chance. Stay fucking clean, stay strong, and get your babies back. You know? Love it, brother. Everybody, thank you for tuning in. This has been an amazing episode. I fucking knew that it would be. Um, I'm glad that I got to sit here and got to know you a little bit better. And I hope that I hope that that continues yeah. for us yeah. and down our path. I, I think we no we yeah. need to we need to spend more time together, get to know each other, and 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 do stuff. Right? Yeah. Like we can help we can help a lot of people, and that's that's why we're still allowed to be here is because that's what we're supposed to do the so, connection was made for a reason man 100 yeah. so if you love if you like yeah if you fuck, fuck i can't fuck. talk fuck <laughs> me if you like the show if you had a good time if you got something out of it and you think somebody can get something out of it please share this shit and remember everybody be authentic or get the fuck out yeah